0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Rugby Elim podcast. Rugby Elim is a multicultural community of passionate Christians who've experienced the transforming power of Jesus in their lives. We believe Jesus has called us to bring his life, love and hope to every nation and generation. To find out more about us and our upcoming groups and gatherings, please visit rugbyelim.org Or you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Hello and welcome to our new podcast series looking at some of the heroes of the Old Testament. We start with that giant of a character, no not Goliath, but the man who slayed him, David. David has to be one of the most complex and remarkable characters of the Old Testament We first encounter him when he was just a young shepherd boy looking after his father Jesse's sheep. He became a great king of Israel and a poet who wrote most of the Psalms in the Bible, including the most famous of all, the Lord's my shepherd. This shepherd boy describes our Heavenly Father as a great shepherd, a description that Jesus himself went on to use of himself. Not only was David a shepherd, a poet and a king, he was also a musician who was called upon to play in the court of King Saul to bring him peace when his mind was troubled. And perhaps most famous of all stories in the Old Testament, he was a brave warrior, taking on the Philistine giant Goliath with a sling and a handful of stones. Eventually, when King Saul died, David went on to become king of all Israel. One of his first acts as king was to attack the fortified city of Jebus. Although the inhabitants thought they were safe from capture, David and his army took it by storm. He then made it his capital kingdom and erected his palace there. And of course, it became known as Jerusalem. Having established his new political capital there, he established peace throughout the kingdom. He then turned to the most important of priorities. He proceeded to re-establish and strengthen the worship of God throughout the land. He moved the Ark of the Covenant from Kirjath-Jerim and placed it within a tabernacle which he pitched in Jerusalem. Then he organised worship on a magnificent scale and began to draw up plans to build a house of worship. But he was warned by the prophet Nathan that in fact it was not God's will for him to do so. Sir so David didn't build the temple, but instead he got together all the material and all the plans for his son Solomon who would succeed him who later did erect the first temple in Jerusalem. Although David was a great king and sought to obey the will of God, he wasn't perfect. Shockingly, not only did he commit adultery with Bathsheba, he then arranged the death of her husband in an attempt to cover up his adultery. But he couldn't hide it from God. And when the prophet Nathan exposed David's sin to him, he was full of remorse. And part of his response was to write the powerful words of contrition in Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love. Because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from my guilt, purify me from my sin. For I recognise my rebellion, it haunts me day and night. Against you and you only have I sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved right in what you say, and your judgement against me is just. David was indeed truly sorry for his adultery and for murdering Bathsheba's husband. He knew his actions had hurt many people. But because David repented of his sins, God mercifully forgave him. It's an amazing example of how no sin is too great to be forgiven. Maybe there are times that you've felt that you could never come close to God because you've done something terrible. But God can and will forgive you for any sin if you ask him to and if you turn away from it. He will cleanse and purify you. While God forgives, however, He doesn't erase the natural consequences of our sin. David's life and family were never the same as a result of what He'd done. Whilst He sinned greatly, He didn't sin repeatedly. He learnt from his mistakes, recognising the suffering they brought. We too need to learn from our mistakes or the consequences that result from those mistakes. It may be there are changes that we may need to make now in our own lives if God is to find this kind of obedience in us. Despite his flaws... God was still able to say of David that he was a man after my own heart. I pray he might be able to say that of me. David, more than anything else, had an unchangeable belief in the faithful and forgiving nature of God. He was a man who lived with great zest and although he sinned he was quick to confess his sins and his confession were from his heart his repentance was genuine david never took god's forgiveness lightly or his blessing for granted and likewise god never held back from david either his forgiveness or the consequences of his actions david experienced the joy of forgiveness even when he had to suffer the consequences of his sins. A thousand years later, Jesus was referred to as the son of David. The genealogy of Jesus is recorded in the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, and they trace Jesus' ancestry back through the ancestry of David, like a kind of biblical, who do you think you are? God had promised David a kingdom that would have no end and that prophecy was fulfilled in Jesus who came to establish the kingdom of God on earth. Jesus was born in Bethlehem the city of David where David had been born and where his boyhood home was. We long and pray for the time when Jesus will come again to finally establish God's kingdom permanently on earth. Do join me next time when we look at another hero of the Old Testament. Goodbye.